we've managed to get a sponsor and the company is called Cymax. They're a company that sells supplements. I personally advise Fizz to help with mental health and whether you're on Op Massive or wanting to lose weight, Cymax has you covered. Yeah, so we've always intended to have a relevant sponsor for the podcast and with us wanting to stay fighting fit, it makes perfect sense to have Cymax as our first sponsor. Use the code WALT equals three. That's all capitals. Whiskey, Alpha, Lima, Tango, equal sign, and number three for a further 10% of an already fairly priced product. And not only is the code helping you, it's helping us. Every time our code is used, we get a cut of the sale, which we're saving up to buy things for the podcast, like microphone, camera, rent for a studio, etc. Welcome back to the pot there. Oh, that's, that's staying in. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the bottom third podcast with us three mongs, me, Dave, and uh, Ricky. Uh, we've got a special guest, Steve. <laughs> Even though his name is Steve, I can't fucking remember his name. Uh, Sean. Sean. Slash, Sean slash Walt. And my name's not Dave anymore, it's now Danny. <laughs> oh, it's fucking that, is it, mate? It's been a long day. Oh, uh, tell you what. For the record, for the record Sean, uh, Alex was shot in the head in Afghanistan, Jen up. Um, and so he has actually got a brain injury. That's how he lost his eye. We're not taking the piss either. He actually did get shot in the head with an AK-47, 7.62 round. Yeah. Whereabouts was that? Like, in the country? Uh, Kajaki. <laughs> All right, OK. Bradford. <laughs> was, you there when, uh, was you there when that Kajaki John was there? No, no that was before yeah. my time. Yeah, I think I think he was attached to. Uh, he was like this wild American guy that I think he was attached to two or three para. Yeah, that that was. Yeah, he's. So I was out there in two thousand and seven, and they was out there in two thousand beginning of two thousand and six. Yeah, you must have just missed him then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, were you? So, well, were you, hold on, were you out there with Farouk? There's, there's me. One, I, yeah, no, there was like who, there was a soldier that just kept fucking letting off rounds. Oh no, that was the Scots, weren't it? Yeah. Uh, no idea. No it's idea. Awesome. It's fine. Anyway, right. Straight into the fucking shit dates. Let's go. Uh, no, I'm gonna see. Hang on. We've got to do fucking opening, haven't we? Background. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. Icebreaker. Uh, icebreaker. Uh, one of the yeah. things you have to say in your icebreaker is what age you lost your virginity. This is like the ongoing fucking thing at the bottom third. You can make it up. No one's gonna fucking fact check it. Thirty-seven. <laughs> 37. How <laughs> 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 old <do> you know? <laughs> 42. <laughs> 41, 41, 41. How old your daughter? She, ah, you've, you do not miss a trick. You do not miss a trick. <laughs> I don't think she's yours. <laughs> um, how old was I when I lost my virginity? Um, I think like 15 or something. I do. There you go. That's like bang on age, isn't it? Right, nipped. Yeah, right. Next. Crack on. You was SF, Marines, Paras, something else. <laughs> But just give it your own no, I was, I was one, no, one para. Um, and they turned into that SFSG thing. <laughs> <laughs> they turned into that SFSG what does, uh, Yeah, they did. What does that stand for? Special Forces um, Support Group. Uh, I meant morally, but... <laughs> oh, well, I think, yeah, but, yeah. Some people may be morally bankrupt there. <laughs> right, go on. Uh, tell tell us a bit, a bit about your fucking TikTok because I've seen a couple of videos and I was like, mate, who's this? 
<laughs> well, what videos do you mean? So, well, I mean, to start off with, um, Sarah just started putting a phone in my face and sending, like, videos of me talking about, you know, you know, mostly just slagging current affairs off and saying that, you know, people on the news don't know what they're talking about. And then I'd be saying what's going to happen on the news and it would, like, happen a couple of weeks or a couple of months later. And, you know, she said, Sean, we need to put this online. So she just started putting it online. Um, and, you know, it, it's grown and grown. I do. Bro. That's fucking, that's wild. Yeah, I think you've, you've gained about 10,000 followers in a week, I think, haven't you? Well, again, you know, I, I don't have it on. It's not on my phone. It's on oh, Sarah's phone. I, 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 just, just to clarify for the listeners, Sarah's his wife. Yeah. Well, she's my yeah, she's my girlfriend. Sorry, she she oh. does she's like on the videos when they get introduced. Um, you'll hear Sarah's voice saying like, and you know, she never tells me what she's going to ask me. She just asks me random stuff. Yeah, yeah, she goes, so Sean, are aliens real? And then you'll go, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Okay, you want me to talk about aliens, guys? Because honestly, I will be on permanent send for the next forty-five minutes. No, not yet. <laughs> what I want to know: What do you think arranged you? Well, it depends which one. Which one? Uh, fucking hell. There's more than one. Well, listen, if you've yeah. ever had... If you, listen, you think the British military stew is bad, you should try the Ukrainian range stew. Here we go. Right, send the dip. So, well, I mean, so I spent a lot of time... I mean, so... I mean, if you... So I spent a lot of time from 2014 to 2018 in Ukraine, and I was I worked with a lot of the military units out there doing combat first aid. We actually the we, my training course actually went out to like forty thousand Ukrainians. So I've spent a lot of time in the barracks, and um, yeah, the range stew out there is um, it's it's a lot um, less refined than the British range stew. Well, name some of the ingredients. Mud. Well, I wish I could. I wish I could. Um, to, I don't know. You know, I mean, so what you've got to understand about Ukraine, Ukraine is, is they're, they're fighting in their own country. So they get a lot of locally produced, um, a, a, lo a lot of locally produced products. But, you know, if, if you're going out and you're attached with the military, the, the, the food at the military camps, it's it's um, it's it, it's it's interesting to put the put the least. That said. That said, you know, and I've got to give credit where it's due. At the end of the course or every Friday, they'll have like a big uh, shashlik, as they call it. They'll have like a big shashlik barbecue, which is like these pork uh, pork oh, kebabs. Shashliki. Yeah, yeah. man. Shashlik. Not quite, but yeah, go on, crack on. You know what in Russian? Dakanishna. Chuchut. Chuchut nimnoga. Delad, nepanimayu. Nepanimayu, kak nepanimayu. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> so my so I I I, I yeah I can I speak like a little bit of, <laughs> I speak a little bit of like Russian and Ukrainian and it's a mix because when I ask people when I used to ask people hey I don't know my interpreter for example Genya I'd say hey Genya how do I say this and he'd tell me I say okay cool and I'd get it but he'd tell me Russian. And then I'd ask somebody else how I say something, and they'd tell me Ukrainian. And then me, I'd put these things together, and I'd like do half a sentence Russian, half a sentence Ukrainian, but I genuinely don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant, fucking hell. That, yeah, so, me with Arabic. Oh, my Arabic. I speak Baghdadabic. Um, I've not, I've not spoken any Arabic for years. Right. Okay. Yeah, so you're yeah, like SF. This, this, that, and the rest. Like, what have you ever like? Indeed, 
Because I need to know now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, no, I've, I've, I've seen people ND. On, on the, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of um, instructors ND. Have you ND'd? That's what I need to know. No, no, as in a negligent discharge. As, right, they, right, okay, it's not a Walt. We know this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, is that what you're asking? I'm asking, I need to know. You're on the bottom third podcast. And yeah, just say and yes. Just I, say I, yes I, and then come it up. <laughs> No, because then it'll get held against me. Um, yeah. What's the most bottom third moment then for you? Or for um, you've seen? I, I left, I, I was, ju we've just finished Northern Ireland training in like, I think 2000 or something. And uh, we was all lining up in, I think Dover to put, put the weapons back in the armory. And um, I got, you know, I got, I got, got to the, you know, got, got to the um, little cage thing where you hand, hand your kit back in. And he looked at me and he said, where's your baton gun? And I looked at him and I thought, baton gun? I thought, I've not got a baton gun. And then it just it just dawned on me. I'd left it on the coach, but I put it <laughs> under the seat because I was getting my head down. So me and my mate had to get in his, what were it? Vauxhall Cavalier. And we shot down the M20 at like, I, I don't know. How, I, I don't know how fast we were going. Uh, anyway, we managed to find the coach driver and uh, like pull him over, and we we managed to get it back. But I think that was the biggest one I've had. Brilliant! Welcome. Yeah. Does that qualify me? That is a good mong moment. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But I, I, I did. It, it got swept. It got kept kept under the carpet because the um the the full screw who was in charge of everybody he said he'd cleared the bus and he said there was nothing left on it so that's why he let it go. So he kept he really screwed the nut and kept it under under wraps because he didn't want to get the shit himself. Ah, yeah. like it. Well, Corruption within the fucking military. Who'd have thought? Yeah. So, that, so that's about it. I'm afraid. The paras can be very uh, delightful beast, don't they? Yeah, I've just took my daughter actually for a five kilometre walk because she was being sassy. How long did that take you? Ten minutes? No, it was, um, well, to, I told her it was going to be a five kilometre walk. It ended up being three kilometre walk with some fizz at the end. I'm still right. Three minute No, gears. it were air, 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 air squats and press ups. You actually beast your daughter like that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's mine. She's three next month, so she's getting got to get strong. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. She's not three. <laughs> she's two. Yeah. So here's one for you. You you you, you believe? Do you believe World War Three is going to happen? I believe. You, I, I mean, yeah. I mean. It's 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 already happening. What you're seeing around the world, you know, all all these things are just going to converge. And I I've been telling people for like, well, since 2022, basic. Well, before that, you know, there's so much going on at the world at the moment, and it, it it's inevitable. Do you think? I don't think it is, no. but it's obviously it's your own opinion. But... Okay, right. so so let yeah. so let let let's play it out then. So at the moment, you've you've got. The Russian, the Russians have lost so much faith. They need to have another big push, and they need to take ground. Otherwise, they're they're going to lose all credibility. And you need to understand, you know, the Russian culture and that type of um, person. Don't forget, Putin was a young KGB agent at the time of the Cold War, and yeah, after yeah. the Cuban missile, after the Cuban Missile Crisis, 
that was a massive, you know, I, I mean, everybody said that the Russians saved the world and blah, blah, blah. But the reality is Putin saw that as weakness from Russia. And then he saw the fall of the Soviet Union, you know, uh, the Russian Empire lose lots of different states, then become a, in, um, independent. And, you know, I mean, Czechoslovakia, that is a prime example of how good government and moving from a socialist system into a capitalist system can let you thrive. So everybody's, the Russians, especially Putin, he's really envious and he just wants to take it all back. Okay, that's yeah. that's 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 fucking phase one. Now tell me about uh, Yemen and all them lot. How's that coming to play? I'm, I'm oh, interested, I'm invested, mate. Yeah, no, know. no, no. I mean, so the, the, the Yemenis, and I mean, so, uh, as you know, I mean, you, you guys have been to the Middle East. There's so many different factions and different splinter groups and, you know, and, and different sects of Islam that are, are all, you know, that they're all usually fighting with each other, but when the Americans come, they'll all join together and fight the Americans. Um, I see the way that going, um, and that's going to be tip for tap this month. Uh, and then I think that's got to that's got to end up with the Americans taking out the um, the Iranian gas oil um, going gas oil separation plants. Okay, I'm liking this so far. That's, that's, that, that's, that's fucking that's, wild. That's, so that's going to be the, well, you know, that's what I see as the Americans' final <laughs> straw, and then the Iranians are just going to say, right, the fucking gloves are off. So here's one for you. I heard today, well, yesterday I think it was, that China is now fuming because obviously China, <laughs> we, get a lot of our shit, we get a lot of our shit from China. And so China are fuming with these because they're having to, it's costing them more money because even China started to escort their ships through like the, um, you know, through the Suez Canal. And so now China's threatened Iran and said, look, we're going to threaten them with economic uh, sanctions if they don't get a grip. And then Iran's turned around and said, oh, we don't have control of them, even though they fund them. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the whole problem. There's that many little sects and different, you know, alliances. Um, yeah, so any any ship that's got to go through the Suez Canal's now got a, you know, it's got to go all the way around by the Horn of Africa. So that's gonna put it puts what extra fifteen days, and that's just not an extra fifteen days of, um, you know, it's not just gonna take you an extra fifteen days. That's an extra fifteen days fuel, so the price goes up. It's an extra fifteen days waiting, so the supply chains um, altered. It's an extra fifteen days insurance, so the price goes up. But what happens also when that shipping container, when they say right, you know, it's gonna be fifteen days late. Everybody starts to mass buy and starts to bulk, bulk buy everything. So that has a knock-on effect. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it, it has this huge effect um, and that you don't really, you don't really understand, you don't really see straight away, but then it just hits you all of a sudden. Right. Now, so, obviously- hold on, I was going to say, because that's like a mental thing, because I remember there was a big fuel, uh, when was the last fuel crisis? I remember people fucking queuing outside like 10 miles Yesterday. deep. Yesterday. But regardless, I'm just thinking, why tell people that there's like fuel prices like going up and fuels like becoming scarce? Why don't you just not say a fucking word and just sort of like, oh, that petrol station's run out of fuel. They're fucking red asses. Do you know what I mean? Instead of like just making everyone panic. Remember, you know what? You know what? In the pandemic, sorry, in the pandemic, I think they did do that because I don't know about you guys, but I noticed during the pandemic a lot that. I, I, you know, like Morrison's, where I normally go in 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 Rotherham, it was always empty. There was like all the fuel things; they always had the little yellow signs on it. And then I'd go up to like the uh, Shell garage, and they'd have like the yellow signs on them. And I thought there's definitely a fuel uh, a fuel shortage here, but nobody's reporting on it. So, yeah. like you said, I think they do do that sometimes. Look at me why, being a top is- third blog. Go on, sorry, Ricky. Go on. 
Yeah, why the fuck do everyone buy fucking toilet rolls? Like, oh, we're all going to die of COVID. Let's buy toilet rolls. Where, where did toilet rolls come into play? Why did we all buy toilet rolls? What the fuck? Oh, no. If you look on TikTok now, people are buying them in like packs of 300 for like $7.99. Have you seen them on TikTok? Yeah. At no point did I think, oh my God, what am I going to do if I run out of toilet roll? I just I'm think I'm going to wipe my ass. ass. I'll just go have a shit and go in the shower if needs be. It's not the end of the world. But like, people were thinking, oh my God, what happens if I can't wipe my ass? Like, it's the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was absolutely wild. Just do what yeah, they do in Afghan and just get a hose. I don't mean that. Like, a lot of Muslims don't wipe their ass with they use the hand. Hey, yeah, I know. And then they shake each other's hands and that, and they're like... No, no you use your left hand, and so it's an effect. It's offensive to, like... If you try to shake hands with someone with a left hand, it's like the dirty hand. So you're not supposed to... You're not supposed to, like, eat or shake hands with your left but hand. That, mate, I'm left-handed. I wipe my ass with my left hand. So isn't it more offensive if I reach out with my left? But then why would I want to no, shake with my right? You're not allowed. The rules are the rules, you know. The rules are the rules. <laughs> the rules are the rules. Look, sounds like fucking Ricky fucking... Oh, fucking Arab, mate. I'm Bevo. I'm Bevo. You know the rules. <laughs> what are the rules, mate? I don't... What are... Have you seen the tattoo he's got? Me. Like, he's made you know one word. So he's like, he's misspelled, he's, there's no spaces. Who? That Bevo, that guy that can't eat his scoff, he's a fucking lizard. And he swallows it whole. Yeah. He'll eat like a full range stew in like one ladle, mate. It's mental. But anyway, right, uh, yeah, well, what? Yeah, <laughs> fucking sidetracked then, lads. <laughs> As you can tell, very bottom third. Um, I'm going to have to call you Sean now. Walt's not even funny anymore. No, I, I, I answer to many names. Answer to many names. Right. What's the alliest SF story that you can make up? I mean, that you've I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't have any. Really? And it was, so, it was like SFSG, you mainly pick up brass for Hereford and Poole, <laughs> so it's not really that alley. <laughs> Lad, I have never... Oh, you sent me them. Mate. <laughs> no, 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 I'll tell you this one. No, no, I'll tell you this one. No, I'll tell you this one. See, I, I, I understand where we're going now. Get, oh, get that so, on a right. hoodie. I'm not SFSG, a brass pickers for sass. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. So, um, you know, I mean, you know, to, to be fair, they have some awesome jobs, and and I know now they've got like a, a lot. They do a lot more, but. When when I was on it, it sorry, it, it just become SFSG, so it was you know it was still a bit nobody knew what was happening, and I had to go up to um, I had to get a land me and one of the lads. We had to go and collect what was it? I think it was like one of those automatic grenade launchers from uh, from Hereford. So what, we went up there. Say again. Uh, a GMG. Uh, no, it's AGL automatic grenade launcher. It's the forty mil grenade launcher thing. Yeah, it's anyway, a GMG. I, I have no idea. Is it belt fed it. or is it cylinder fed? Sorry? Is it belt fed? Yeah, it's belt fed, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah I you reckon it's a GMG. TV. Yeah, GMG. Grenade yeah. machine gun. You sound you're sounding more like well, a well, 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 I, well, we, I, I don't know. I, 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 knew it. I know it as an AGL, automatic grenade launcher. I, I don't know if there's another name for it. We'll go for AGL. Uh, yeah, yeah. Crack on. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so we, we got up there. We just went went to the armory. Yeah, one you know one para because nobody says that's first G. Uh, we've we've got to pick up an AGL. So he said, yeah, sign for it. So sign for it. Obviously, didn't look in the box. Never seen the box. You know, never seen a box look like it before. Put it in the back. <laughs> drove it back down to um, St. Athen. Got out. Opened it up. What the fucking hell's that? 
he's given us a 60 millimeter mortar. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so anyway, hang on, hang on, it gets better. So we had to take it back. So we had to get it, get it in turn round back up to Hereford. Right, yeah, we've got, got this, you know, we've got this mortar you should have given us an age. All right, yeah, no worries. Got back down to St. Athen, Hereford were on the phone. Yeah, right. Your two lads just dropped this 60 millimeter mortar off. It's fucking filthy. They need to come and clean it. So we had to drive no. all the way back up to pick the mortar up to clean it to give it them back. Yeah. They definitely had your fucking pants down on that. They gave you that, so you had to clean it. That's definitely what's happening. That's they've come back up. They've come back off and up with this fucking sixty mil mortar and gone. Oh, how, how can we get out of fucking cleaning this, lads? Oh, I know. We'll give it to these fucking paralyzers coming to get some out. <laughs> we'll give it to these SF oh, brass pickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that the range, like obviously got the Rangers regiment now, haven't they? And that's like kind of t- that's meant to be taking over the SFSG. It's supposed to be well, more. I like... don't know what. I don't know what the. I mean, I don't know what. I honestly don't know what the um what their role is going to be. It's meant to be like to to take a bit of stress off like the SAS and and SBS and that. It's going to be like not special forces as such, but they're a, a support element doing Long... things. Not the jobs that are a bit too shit for the SAS, <laughs> a, a bit too much for the bog standard infantry. So it's meant to be a bit. Apparently, this is what my gist of it is. It's a bit. A bit above your regular infantry, if you like. So I, I, was... I mean, I, I mean, I've been out like over to God, the uh, two thousand and ten, I think, or two thousand. I I had my like block leave, I think, in December two thousand and ten. So like, I I think my official date was like, getting out was like January two thousand eleven. But you know, so I I you know, I've been out for so long now. But what I would say is, where are they getting these people from, and what caliber are they? Well, what happened is they've introduced like a, they've just selected so many infantry battalions, and then they've um, they're putting them. They're gonna they make some kind of selection process, and so if you if you then fail this selection, that you'll get sent to one of the your other battalions. To say say it, I can't remember which Scots it is. So say it's one Scots, and they go do it, and say you've got biffs in that battalion. They can't pass a PFT or whatever. A fitness test, they'll get sent back to a two Scots or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So that there'll be a limit and then like a, a selection process to get me. Right. I've like there's a bit of fucking. Uh, it's not quite it. So I think when it first formed, they didn't actually have a selection process. It, it was like you you, do, you went on like a four week exercise and then that was you nipped. Um, they've now since then developed an actual selection process. So I don't know if the lads that have already done the four weeks had to go do the new selection so so basically lads could have passed the four weeks but then they might not have cut it out for the new process so they're still sort of in anyway like by default kind of thing right got you i knew something like that but they, i know like they, they're getting the new rifle and that aren't they? like them and the marines are getting the new what's that rifle called again i've, I've done a video and i forgot what it's called the new rifle it's called a waste of money yeah, yeah. It's big, apparently the it? alley Ali is fuck, it's got yeah, but they're like they're like ten they're like ten grand a unit, and you can't yeah. put a bayonet on them. Well, no, the, the 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 company at the moment they haven't asked for the bayonet attachment, but I found out there is if the MOD request it, they have got the attachment for the for a, a bayonet, so you can actually attach a bay, bayonet, even though they didn't a bayonet on the end of the suppressor. No, 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 no it's a completely different off. formats. Yeah, it's like a screw fit, 
yeah, you can come off and you can attach a bayonet. I've got, I've got a picture of it, so I know it does I, exist. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've just, I, I, I mean, I've not really given it much thought. I mean, I, I just think it's a waste of money. It's like they're like almost ten grand. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking Call of Duty weapon. It's a beast, man. It's fun <laughs> so, for everything. So I think uh, I spoke about this. I can't remember who I spoke about this too, but essentially, if you're like Recky in regular infantry, you'll get the suppressor. And then obviously, if you're just fucking cannon fodder, fucking A, a B and C coy, then um, you won't get the suppressor, but you'll get the bayonet attachment. So I don't know if you can put it on the actual muzzle. I think you have to add something to the Picatinny, uh, Picatinny rail underneath. And then attach it onto that. Um, that's as far as I know about that. Oh, I'll have to ask the fucking bloke again. <clears throat> but supposedly the alley and uh, the lightweight. Yeah, no, I, I've no doubt. I just think they could have got a better deal. Oh, it's about just time to spend some money anyway. Brexit. That's what that is. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think. Well, I, I think the blokes all need a pay rise. You know, regardless. Yes. Of, oh, I mean, look, yes. it's ridiculous. The, you know, I think, like, you know, I mean, imagine what we're asking our young soldiers to do now. I mean, right, okay. Um, imagine this, right? You were born in, you were born in 2006. That means that you had COVID and all the lockdowns when you left school. So, you know, that like 16, 17, 18 year old years when you're going out with your mates, you're, you're, you know, you're going to the pub, you're having a laugh, you, you know, really good years of your life. You've missed them to lockdowns. Now they've got to fight the Russians. I mean, allegedly, <laughs> but I, I think, I think people are too lazy to even like fucking go through the process. Like, oh, what I mean is the people who are in the military now. Well, yeah, I've, yeah. You I've know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, what I think is going to happen at some point. You know, I think NATO forces are going to move into Ukraine right up to the Dnipro River. And let the Ukrainians push forwards, but you know that's going to happen. I don't think it can because it, it and it, like the same as in the Cold War. The reason we didn't end up going to war because, was because of nuclear weapons. And it, the Russia basically said, and all it's all talk, but they've just said if we get involved, they'll use nukes and that and that. Yeah, that's mad mutually assured destruction. But we still can't take the gamble. If someone threatens and says, "I'll use nukes," you can't risk it. No, since. There's never been a war. Two nuclear powers have never fought in a war. And, and I don't think, or not only proxy wars, but I can't see others getting involved simply because of nuclear weapons. If it weren't for nuclear weapons, we'd have already been in Ukraine now, guaranteed. Do you know what? I, I feel like I'd agree with that. Well, let, let's let's see what happens. You know, I mean, well, you've no, got, at the moment, you say again. None of us know. We can only, we've only got our own opinions on it, but I, I don't believe. Yeah, I do not believe we will go to war with Russia, pure and simple, because of nuclear weapons. Ah, you see, it's, you see, you know, this nuclear weapon thing, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's, do, do you I it's, go on, go on. Well, it's, the, the, you know, I mean, look, look at the survival rates from Chernobyl, uh, not Chernobyl, um, Hiroshima. You know, they're not, I mean, they are terrible, you know, they're, they're absolutely devastating. But they're not as devastating as people are making out, and they're really survivable if you're not in that initial blast. The three times more powerful now than the Hiroshima. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but you know, e even that with the right lay of the land and the right wind, you know, you're 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 not going to have these catastrophic strikes that people think that they are. So if you, you, know, if, uh, if Russia launch two hundred and fifty nukes at every like every single one of our cities, you're saying that wouldn't be devastating. <laughs> 
Oh, well, I mean, so first of all, Russian doctrine is, isn't to do that. It's to take out the military and the uh, the country's, you know, ability to strike back. So it would literally be Faslane, um, you know, all your airports, all your ports and all, you know, our known silos. And then they'd say to London, right, lads, do you want to surrender or do you want us to do your cities? But, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a very, it, it's a really difficult question. Do you know what? I fuck. I, that's the only time I'm gonna agree with like where nukes are actually gonna strike. I was watching this fucking YouTube video before, and it was no, it was on TikTok. And some guy saying, right, the first thing Russia would do is strike London, Manchester, Edinburgh. I'm like, no, they won't. They'd fucking nuke Catrick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I think like if you remember a couple of weeks ago, no, fucking hell, not weeks, a couple of months ago. This is this is why I'm I'm convinced that this you know this this big war's coming. Like, um, remember when they had the F-35s taking off from, like, the A-38 or whatever? Like, in in the UK? That means nothing to me, that, mate. That's just a lot of letters and numbers. (laughs) You know the uh, the new aircraft that they bought, the F-35 Lightning? Yeah. Yeah. So so they were practising taking off and landing from um, unmaintained... From just normal roads... Um, and and that's what you would do normally if you thought there was going to be a nuclear strike. You'd hide all your aircraft. Yeah, yeah we um... did the same in the Cold War. In the Cold War, we they used to practice landing on motorways, um, so that they could like because obviously, more, uh, airports are all, obviously always going to be runways are always going to be yeah. a target for for enemy forces. So yeah, they used to practice landing on like uh, street lane motorways because. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and you know, it's just one of the things they've been rehearsing and practicing the last couple of couple of months. Alex, what's your take on all this, Alex, mate? Because fucking no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> impartial. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think I know enough to to predict what I think is going to happen. If that makes sense, I, I, I'm listening to both or all, all three arguments and. I can see all three panning out, but in different different ways. Yeah, but, do, do you know what I mean? I'm, I am a bit of a fencer in the sense of, well, I'll just fucking approach it when it happens, sort of guy. Um, I mean, to be fair, if it fucking happens, I, you won't hear from me because I'm right next to Waddington, so I'll be fucking brown bread. Right. So, um, how about this then, Kate? Okay. Tomorrow, nukes are going to go off, right? There's not a yeah. fucking... It is imminent, lads, okay? I want to hear this right. from Walt, Sean, Steve, whatever. What do you, as an individual, civilian or veteran, or even serving man, do? What do you do now? Obviously, you know that nukes are going to land in the UK. Where do you go? What What do you do to prevent yourself from dying? I need to know. Get in my basement. Get in your basement? Yeah. You won't even try and flee to, like, French Foreign Legion or something? No, you wouldn't have time. You You've got, like, a couple of minutes. No, we're on about tomorrow. Tomorrow, guaranteed. 1,700 on the dot, straight after start. <laughs> right, so they're going to land tomorrow. So we've got, what, a couple, like, 12 hours? Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, obviously, I'd try and get out of the country. There we go. Right, there you go. You've heard it here first on the bottom of the podcast. I know where my local bunker is, and it's and the hatch is open, the old Air Royal Ordnance Corps bunker. So I'd be in there. And I know it's another radiation filter, but it's still a concrete underground bunker. Right. So if you follow Ricky there on TikTok, he'll drop you an eight-figure grid for that bunker. <laughs> if you, the only uh, room for 
Well, there's a room for 10 people. <laughs> Ricky takes up two of them. So, yeah. <laughs> first, so, you know, first on the list, man. If your name's not on the list, I'm not coming in. <laughs> I call it a for a bunker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's class. Well, is there any topics that you wanted to touch on, um, Raven, Walt, Steve? No, um, I mean, I'm, guys, no. Um, I mean, I could, I could, do you want me to, I, God knows. What do you want me to talk about? Anything. What do, your, what do your listeners like listening about? What, what's, what's the main thing they want to listen to? Like, we like funny stories. Yeah, like birds shitting on lads' chests for like 20 quid, shit like that. It's mental. Well, maybe not. Maybe, okay, so I, I, one of the things I was telling Sarah the other day, and she didn't believe me. Um, I, I was support company, one power, and I had to go and I can't remember what I, I had to go and get something from a company. And we were on on exercise in in Brecon somewhere, and there was an electric fence around where a company were because we were in like um, barns at that time, and. Um, I went round and all the lads were cheering and shouting airborne and they were having an electric fence biting competition. (laughs) (laughs) That does not surprise me from the Paris. Definitely not. I I mean, like, you know, I I mean, I've got a thing with electricity. I was just, oh my God. And they were saying who who could hold on the longest. (laughs) (laughs) By mistake and that knacked, so I couldn't even imagine trying to bite it. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. I think it was character building. Okay, fuck, it certainly was, yeah. When we was an exercise, we uh, not me personally, but some of the lads uh, from the Anglings, they was doing it, uh, they was putting their balls on one. Oh. Yeah, good, good. Is that to warm them up? Uh, I think so, yeah. I mean, it's only fucking it's dead. Uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that actually. I've just bought an electric blanket. I think it might be the same sort of uh, same sort of process. <laughs> right, what, what, what's this trend all of a sudden? People are buying like heated jackets and shit like that. I wouldn't dare wear one of them. What if it's set on fire, mate? Batteries around. Well, around fucking... um, well, I mean the the one the one that I've I've got it's it's a plug-in one, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe mate. it's safer, but. If you've ever had an electric blanket on your settee or something, honestly, when you sit in it, it's just fantastic. I don't know what. Talking about electric blanket. Have you got Have you got heated seats in your car? No, mate. It's hard for yesterday. We're not all SF fucking paid. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, so the first heated seats I ever felt were in 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 Ukraine, and it was it was so cold outside. It was like minus twenty six. And I was sat there in, in this car and I was like, I've got to go out and start fucking tell, showing people how to put tourniquets on. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I thought, you know what? Why do I have to do that? I mean, I'm, I'm in a car. So I just drove around. Just, I was just driving around, shouting out the window at them and telling them what to do. It was totally <laughs> unprofessional. <laughs> so you're talking about electric blankets, right? This is a story about women and electric blankets. So right, I, I, I was going out with this bird down south and... Um, and anyways, we went out on night out, and suddenly she started necking on with this like Polish bird, and I thought, oh, get in, I'm gonna get free some tonight. So I'm buzzing like you know, because and so I'm buying them double vodkas and that fuck, and want it'd be more fun. So anyways, we're all getting drunk together, and then we go back to hers, uh, like my last at the time, and then they ended up absolutely fucking wasted. So they both ended up spewing, and I had like I was holding like one, I was holding both of the hair while they being sick, one in the mop bucket and one in the washing up bowl. Anyways, put them in bed, went to, went to sleep, didn't get my threesome. 
walk up and the Polish bird had pissed fucking pissed, pissed the electric blanket, hadn't she? Oh. Oh. I walk up, I walk up soaking wet, my boxes were all wet and I thought I'd piss myself. And then she <laughs> over my leg and then I was like, oh no, and I didn't want to move her, so I was just laid there soaking wet, like thinking, oh, fuck's sake. And then I remember waking up like kind of like, oh no, and she knew she pissed herself. She went, she didn't say nothing to me. She just went, oh, where's your shower? And I told her. And I was like, she's fucking pissed the bed. So we couldn't sleep in the bed for like three days because it was soaking. Fucking horrible. <laughs> Ricky, what's going on with your, your fucking audio's cracking, uh, crackling a little bit? Is it oh, bad? yeah, I had my hand over the microphone. My bad. Oh, that's the, the ideal place. Yeah, sorry, I was holding it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this podcast from my bed. <laughs> I can't, you know, when we get a studio, <laughs> we'll get you a fucking, we'll get you a cot bed to, to lay <laughs> Just give me a cam cut and a dust bag in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be brilliant, honestly, mate. I'm, I'm hoping that one day a million a millionaire like enjoys our podcast and goes, "All right, listen, lads, I'm going to buy you a fucking studio. Where do yeah. you want it?" If there's any millionaires out there who want to fucking support us, fucking that's it. Happy, if there's any millionaires out there, use code Walt equals free on Cymax.com. Right, buy a million pounds worth of protein, or just give us a million quid. I'll just give us a million quid. Yeah, you beef it off. All good for us. Otherwise, we'd only see like what ninety thousand of it. Yes, yeah, right. You two are fucking mongs. If he was a millionaire, he's not going to give us a million quid, is he? Come on, millionaires don't multi-millionaire, fucking multi-millionaire. You know what I mean? Multi-millionaire. They're just fucking. Still, they just won't. Yeah, they won't give fucking million. Why are we getting sidetracked? Listen, we're on stag talk now. <laughs> we're talking like we're talking like we're on stag. Imagine if a millionaire just like draw up and went, "Yeah, lads, don't stag on here. Have, have this bag of cash." <laughs> Have you ever fell asleep on stag? Oh, yeah. I love it, mate. Go on. <laughs> We're on about you, Walt, as well. Sean. Oh, what's that, sorry? Have Falling fell... asleep on stag? Yeah. Have you ever fell asleep on stag? Uh, no, but once in Iraq, in the gas oil separation plants, it, in fact, I'll tell you the one it went out, it's got GOSP7. If anybody works on the circuit and goes out there in the North Ramallah oil fields, GOSP7. It was on the roof in GOSP7. Um, that was one of the stag positions. I went and I um, to relieve one of the Fijians, Henry, and he was just laid on his back, snoring with both boots on. I said, um, <laughs> I said, about um, woke him up. I said, Henry, you, you've got no boots on. He said, Yes, I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I was like, Oh, he needed to take his boots off to sleep. So yeah, good. It's good drills. I was got stuck in. I was climbing up to my stag, but I didn't fall asleep. But I, I was climbing up to me. It was in Iraq, and I was we, the camp was getting attacked. So I was going up the Sanger, and as I was, I was going up. My mate was already up there, but the cam net over the Sanger was draped. And it, as I was going up the ladder, I got freaking. I was passing the jimpy up to my mate, and the jimpy got all tangled up in the cam net. And then I got tangled up in the cam net, and I was fucking just. Was fucking stuck stuck in this cam net for obviously we're getting attacked at this point and I'm and I'm fucking stuck in I've got the jimpy stuck in the cam net so I couldn't even couldn't even get any fire down just fucking it took me about for fucking ten minutes to get up the cam net. You were, you were pure flapping, weren't you? Yeah, well you fucking I, I no I was stuck in the cam net. What did I fucking do? Get unstuck. It's not fucking easy when it's pitch black and you fucking you, there's so many bits on a jimpy to get stuck in a cam net. You know, have a gear on you. Just cut the fucking thing off. It was, it was, yeah. If it was Mate, that easy, I would have done it. Do you know what? I've just, it just reminded me that I was watching a video before. And some guy was like, uh, 
it's like some Navy, uh, American Navy, he's like got a gun on the fucking side of the ship and he fires it next to like an instructor and the barrel just pings off into the water. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that one. That's that. funny. <laughs> <laughs> You just see his face, like, oh, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> to looks overboard, like, fucking hell. Can I jump in yeah, there? Yeah, like, not going to be anything in really <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, that, so, that was funny. What, what, tell us some more. I'm sure the Paros have done more fucking crazy shit than biting electric fences. Um, I mean, yeah. What, what, where, where do you want me to start? Uh, do you know what? Talk anything. about their officers. I need to know about the parachute regiment officers. Are they stuck up? as much as the lads. Do you know what, right? I, I, I have to be honest and, like, you know, I, I, I've... Al- you might have to start again because my audio cut out for you then. Yeah, your audio cut so, out, so start again. So, basically, we had a platoon commander who... Were, oh, do you know what? Hang on. I don't want to give too much away, but we had one platoon commander, and if he was in one parry, you'll know exactly what I mean. And he was just an absolute nightmare. He'd be going out, he'd be starting fights, he'd be being thick on people. It was brilliant. <laughs> you know, and that so that's a type of, you know, calibre. And then, you know, I, I, I've seen some from other units and they're just, they've got this air of importance about them. And I think, dude, you're like a lieutenant in some weird unit. You're not that important. <laughs> weird unit. Every other infantry unit out there. That's it. Well, I, no, I mean, they have, they, some of them are like really, really, they have like tartan trousers. What what I've noticed about uh, officers when they come to battalion, like when they're a one pip gimp, they're a bit shy and they're like trying to like mingle with the lads. And then when they get the first like command appointment, as it were, like on the first exercise, all of a sudden you see them switch when they have got cam cream on the face. And I'm thinking, mate, you're a gimp, fucking wise. So when, when I was when I was at ITC, they're the people who are in charge of the military at the moment. Oh, I know it's scary, isn't it? When, when I was at ITC, um, I joined because I joined the Green Hours recently. Anyways, the the uh, this this. Para was on the piss, and this para came up to me. He he was he was a big fucking big bastard, right? And I don't know if he was an instructor or what, but he I was about fucking eight stone wet through, six six seventeen year old, and he came up to me and I had a Burberry jacket, and he said, "Let me buy your Burberry jacket." And I said, "No," I said, "I like it. I want to keep it." And he was like, "No, I I want it." And I said, "Well, oh, it's mine." And he went, "Right, either I'm going to give you a hundred quid for it, or I'm just going to smash your face and take it off you." So I was like, right, you can buy it then. choice <laughs> <laughs> Did did you uh, did you put some mark up on that? I lost money. It was a purple like purple jacket, man. They were, at the time they were all the rage. Like this was back in like two thousand and two or two thousand and one, and I was gutted because I loved that jacket. I'd only had it freaking about two months, and it was either get it nicked off me and it smashed my face in, or hundred quid. So I just took it. I just fucking had no choice. I would I would have taken the fight personally, but it was, I was mate. I was fucking seventeen. He was about fucking twenty five, and he was a big, massive unit. And I was I was like a skeleton. <clears throat> oh, do you know oh, what? Nah. That just reminded me of a fucking dick there. So uh, there was a sergeant major. I can't remember what rank he was when he got bust down back to Kingo. But obviously, he was sergeant major when I fucking got there. Fucking hell, sergeant major to Kingo. No, well, I I can't remember. So the dick was he got bust, and then he made his way back up to fucking. Um, Sergeant Major, or surpassed the rank that he got bus from. Anyway, uh, obviously he got bus back down to fucking Kingsman, and he walked in the block, and he was like, "Right, who thinks are harder than me?" One of the lads stuck the fucking hands up. He was like, <laughs> "Get in this office!" You get, like loads of fucking. It's like a cartoon, you know, where you see like dust particles and hands fucking sticking out the fucking dust and stuff like that. You hear banging for ten minutes in this office. 
And then it's next, next minute, the fucking Sergeant Major walks out with no scratches. And this lad's coming out bleeding from every fucking orifice. <laughs> what was the fuck? What was he trying to prove? <laughs> Who's the hardest? Him? Me. <laughs> this fucking classmate. The shit the fucking lads get themselves into. This is the same Sergeant Major that got filled in in fucking Belize for bullying one of the lads by a Kingo. So like, it fucking came full circle in the end. Yeah. Did, did, did you have any like ever officers who were absolute like anal as fuck? You know, like some officers that quite chilled out and sound. Others like if you like, I remember being in we're all weapon cleaning right in a like fucking in like a brew room. We're all just sat there cleaning our weapons, gas parts everywhere. I think I've told this bit before. I've got like you know you've got your fucking firing pin, retaining pin, and that all on your lap and that. Next minute he come in and he's like, "Don't you fucking sit up? Uh, don't you stand up when an officer comes in the room?" So we all just jump up and fucking firing pins and everything's rolling around the fucking floor. And I thought, what is this? Like, so then I look, spend the next fucking five minutes trying to fire my, find my fucking firing pin, retaining pin, because I stand up with my weapon. Fucking Mate, what a shit name. Uh, do you know what? What a shit name for such a small part of the fucking weapon system as well. Oh, yeah. It's got the longest name. It's the tiniest, tiniest little drawing pin size fucking thing, and it's like... <laughs> the longest name. Go on, Alex. I was going to say, you've obviously never come into contact with guards, officers. Oh, yeah. Fucking Jesus. Fucking. I've not heard a fucking laugh out of fucking Raven, mate. We're spinning dips here. He's like, fucking hell, lads. Back, back <laughs> no, when I, was I was just Ukraine. thinking, when I, when, I, when I worked for the embassy, they used to take my firing pin out. They just said it was safer for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> If there's any dramas, you know, radio through, ask for your firing pin back. Somebody will come out, we'll give you your firing pin. You can go away, put it back in, and then you'll be all, you'll be like the other boys. That's, that's, that's a one-liner one that's going into the skits now. Yeah. Fucking take out Willow's firing pin. <laughs> what's, what's it like wearing the embassies there? I'm curious. Oh, yeah. What do you, what do? You do? What, so, what, right, okay, so... Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll yeah. So, in, in, again, it was the best job that I've ever had in the entire world. I mean, it got to a stage where if you did more than like an hour's work in a day, people were throwing like cans of monster in the corner and kicking kicking air and stuff because it, honestly, we did nothing all day. Fucking gleaming. Sounds like so, my sort like, of job. So no, seriously. So like your rotation. So there were. So like your rotation was, like going outside of the green zone, airports, and then inside the green zone. So you'd basically be. So the embassy staff. I mean, it, you, you can Google this. It, it was like a massive thing. On TripAdvisor, the British embassy was one of the best places to go for a night out in Baghdad. And when it came out on TripAdvisor, the ambassador got so angry, he were like throwing his fucking teddy around saying, this is a fucking joke, it's blah, blah, blah. But like TripAdvisor, you can, you know, you, you it's what people are saying. So if you was on like driving people around in the green zone, Wednesday night was pizza night at the Italian embassy. Uh, Friday night was Baghdadis at the American Embassy, and then they might have had like a couple of meetings somewhere, like dojos or you you know somewhere random. If you was on like going out, um, like you know doing like outside the green zone jobs or tasks, because we were working for the embassy, 
they get paid like normal normal stuff they get paid whether they succeed or whether they don't succeed in their task so there's no incentive for them to go out and push things and move forwards and you know make things happen because they're getting paid regardless so that was very limited you know you might go out like once or twice a week and then if you was on the biab trips it's like what eight kilometers to the to the airport from the green zone on route irish so that was like i don't know it, it like maybe half an hour at the very most if you got stuck in traffic and at the checkpoints it was like half an hour out and half an hour back you know what how, how, how much do you get paid for working an embassy because i could fucking do that because i could just do the podcast so, from the embassy okay so okay again again so right so we was working for the embassy but so we was working out of the embassy but we was working as a private as a it wasn't we wasn't embassy staff we was working for the european union who were staying in the british embassy if that makes sense so it was like a commercial contract and back then we was on 500 a day fucking hell it's gleaming that in it dollars dollars it's, dollars it's, not not um, yeah, getting, not not pounds fed and water no accommodation to pay yeah i know and you know dollars a day and it was it, it, it got but we wasn't doing any work and what we what i found is because i've had a few jobs out in the middle east doing security what i found is the more work you do the less you get paid and honestly it's it's, it's just crazy when, uh, when, when, when was when you that there doing that so that was um well the contract ended 2013 i believe because we remember when the world was due to end in 2012 and everybody thought like at the 21st and 21st of december the world was going to end yeah. the mayan calendar or something yeah because the mayan calendar i remember the end of the world barbecue piss up we had it was absolutely brutal <laughs> honestly I, i've never had a piss up like that in my entire life it, it was brilliant yeah because i was i was yeah, yeah, sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, you, you was out there when? Uh, 2006. Yeah, I was still in the military then. Yeah, I was. We was we was based up in Baghdad in the um, in the green zone, right next to the where that fucking five star. Oh, I don't know. The, uh, the yeah, so the, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I know exactly where it is. Yeah, on, on a big yeah, it's near the Italian embassy. Ah, oh, yeah. So there we was. Yeah, we were just fucking issuing ushering five star yeah. generals around and. Playing with fucking as, soon, as soon as you come in the green zone from Route Irish, you're is that on the right? You was on the right. No, no, no. We was right, yeah. right deep into the. Oh, uh, the back of the camp looked over the Tagra. Right, I don't know. Then I don't know. Yeah. So can I ask you what 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 do you do now? Or you don't don't have to disclose it if you don't want. No, I still I I do some consultancy for you know NGOs out in Ukraine still. Oh, nice. So do you, you, so you, is that why you go visit? You go visit Ukraine? Yeah, yeah. I, I go out there quite, you know, I try and get out there as much as I can, but, um, well, no buts, but yeah, so I, it's, it, it is difficult with my daughter trying to juggle everything. Fair yeah, I, I get that as well. You know, I mean, it, it, yeah, the pay is, the pay is, the pay is good, um, but then, you know, it's time away from your family and, you know, how much is your time really worth? Because, you know, you, you, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I used to work in Syria, and um, I, when I'd come back from Syria, so I'd go, I'd, I'd do my final checks in uh, in Membej, then Kobani. I'd drive all the way back, and it's like a 12-hour road move then to the border crossing point at Fishkabor. I get, uh, you get on this little like, um, go on, like an um, like a metal boat thing, if you can call it a boat that literally goes over there. It's the Tigris or the Euphrates. I, I never know which one it is. Get over there. 
Then it's like three hours to Herbal. Then once you get to Herbal, it's a flight to Turkey, then a flight to Manchester, then a train to Rotherham, taxi back home. I went to pick up my daughter. She didn't even recognise me, and I didn't recognise her. And, I, you know, I was like, right, how much, it, yeah. How, yeah, how much is this really worth? How the fuck... Uh, did you just nav your way from one place to another like that? Mate, I can't get myself around the back of Catrick back area, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the trip all the time. I used to have to do that trip with the when I when the when like the, the clients were going out. I used to have to go go with them. Well, so I, I know that trip. So I was again I was working for another NGO and they were doing um uh, what were they doing? I mean, they, they were doing like, um, you know, going out to schools, educating kids on not to touch mines and stuff. Um, just helping out with the, with the infrastructure projects. Um, you, you've proper pissed me off there, mate. I remember on my NCO card, I got lost by the time I got to the second checkpoint. I couldn't even get to it. Oh, few fucking platoon commander had to find me and help me. <laughs> fucking I'm snapped, mate. I, <laughs> I can't even have my way to the shop in my fucking local town. Well, uh, you've been about a bit, haven't you? I know. Yeah. Where, where, where have you not been? I might say it was a bit of time. I've not. I, I've not been to Gaza and Israel. Really? Yeah. Really? I got. I got offered to go out with. Um, yeah, with BBC, but I. 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 I declined. I. I, I was like, oh, I, can't, I just can't. I just. How much did they offer? Well, we'd not. We'd not spoke about that. Uh, a friend of mine, Chris, phoned up. He said, "Are you available to go to?" Um, you know, to go out to um, Israel, I said, I said, I'm, I'm not, mate. No, he said, all right, no worries, and and that that was the end of it. And yeah. he sent me some mad pictures back of, um, <coughs> sorry, him and Father Christmas by, um, you know, doing all the sites by the um, what's the word? Is it Temple Mount? Is is that a thing in Israel? I can tell you, mate. You're the SME. Yeah. No, idea. no, I've well, I've never been, but there, there's like a place where where they all go in Israel, and they, uh, yeah, it, it, it's some of the prominent places. I don't, I don't, it might not be Temple Mount, but yeah, he's, he's, he's walking around with Father Christmas. Right, would it be safe to go on holiday now to like fucking Israel or not? Israel, yeah. Uh, well, I think so. Gaza's getting bombed to bits, isn't it, by Israel? So uh, it depends. You know, it depends who's going. You know, on holiday, if you've got somebody who's, you know, who understands how things can drastically go wrong really quick and knows how to say, you know what, I've got these triggers in place and I'm going to move. I'm not going to, you know, if I see tanks driving down that road, I'm going to get my bag and I'm going to go that way. You know, you're fine with you with someone like that. If you with someone who says, oh, these tanks are coming down, there must be friendly tanks. All right. They're probably not going to be safe. Yeah, well, I depend on what's <laughs> I had a friend who got stuck in Israel when it remember when obviously the the um oh what it called the bloody what that what's that rebel group in Gaza called ones that sounds like a hum, hummus 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 um, hummus yeah hummus um <laughs> when they when they did that when they crossed the border she was nearby and obviously she was like fucking trying to get out of Israel and she could not get out and she was absolutely flapping and you know trying to get out of Israel and she was having a mad flap on. She couldn't get out. All the flights were cancelled. Couldn't get to the border. And, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's all absolutely crazy. Especially when, like, when they close the airports. You, the embassy you, got you're like, yeah. And they close the embassies, close the airports, and you're just stuck. And people who've got no like, military background, I think if it was three fucking veterans or squaddies, we'd probably find a way out. But when it's, when it's just a random civvy who's never been in a kind of a conflict situation, they just flap when they see... When they see people with guns and shit, they don't, they're not used to it. Yeah, they? 
Uh, absolutely, mate. You know, I and that. I mean, I think you just hit the nail on the head there. You know, you can go anywhere if you know what if you know what you're doing. But you know, the problem is a lot of people don't like my sister when they when the Re- rebel uh, when the Arab Spring happened in Turkey. Oh no, Egypt. Sorry, she got an all inclusive for two hundred quid. I said, "What do you mean?" She says, "I'm going to uh, I'm going to Egypt." I said, "I said to my sister, I said, what are you on about? Country's collapsing. There's tanks rolling around and people are getting there's a coup." She said, yeah, but it's 200 quid. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get them cheap holidays. <laughs> oh, she had a great time. Well, it, it happened she had that, a great um, time. There you go. They had yeah. because they had them, like, terrorist attacks and then no one wanted to go there anymore. But now you could, like, you could go, you, after that, you could go to Tunisia for next to nothing because the tourism had died that much. They were just literally almost giving the holidays away because they wanted to get tourism back. And, um, yeah. If you want to go somewhere a bit more dangerous, you get a cheap holiday, like. I'm going to take my family on holiday to Iraq. Bye. Yeah, take them to yeah. Donetsk. You can go to Afghan now. Like, I've seen a few people go to, like, in the sand, like, you go shake hands with the Taliban and that. Ooh, yeah, I've seen people do that. <laughs> I don't know if I've got the balls for that. I, <laughs> I still owe him one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you probably... Ricky, what's going on with your comms, mate? Are you fucking... Oh, I've done it again. Put my hand over the microphone. My bad. Stop being a bit. I'm mommy. It's because I'm in bed. You need, you need a set of headphones, man. I don't, I don't like headphones. I don't like my natural ears. You like your natural ears? <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't like sunglasses neither. I just stare at the sun with my bare eyes and it hurts, but I don't mind. It's just the way I like it. That's something, because I, I want to know this as well. Uh, are you going to keep playing on the fact that like people think you're a Walt, or are you just going to like... Do a video tomorrow. Just go uh, honestly, I, 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 I like if I, it doesn't, it really doesn't bother me if people think I'm a Walt. Um, you know, I, I'm, if I'm, I'm happy for people to call me a Walt all day. I'm not, I'm not one of those people who's going to get, you know, excited about, you know, having to prove something. I'll tell you what, you're well, you're well spoken for a fucking infantry board. I'll give yeah, you that. You're an officer. Yeah, you sound awful. No, no, I'm not. But, but, um, I've never thrown up on anyone either. So I think, I think, I think that's a good thing. I think I'm, I'm better than an officer. Like world shittest infantry. Yeah, the world shittest infantry who's never thrown up on someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've puked on loads of people. <laughs> Mate, do you know what? I was quite proud of the fact that I have never, ever, ever thrown up on the piss until I went to Cyprus first night out, Napa. Uh, I was drinking these fucking mad like vodka, double vodka, whatever they were. And I only had like six, and then all of a sudden, mate, my stomach just turned. I was like, right, I just abandoned all the lads, just like went airwall, found a taxi. It's like nearly throwing up in the back of this taxi. Looks like a hour trip fucking back or whatever it was. As soon as I got into my room, straight to the toilet, poof, pink shit straight out of my mouth. I'm thinking, how? The only time I, I, had, I, just, up. I was I, alcohol poisoning, mate. Yeah. I was um, I, I was pissing in I was pissing in the urinal, smashed. And I'd had a takeaway, like some chips and that, and I spewed in the urinal. And then my mate was was a fucking gopping lad, next stood next to me, and what you could see a full like intact chip in my sick in the urinal. <laughs> he just picked out. He went, "Are you gonna have?" He said, "Gonna have that?" And he just picked the chip chip out of the urinal <laughs> and, and ate it. <laughs> no. No, there's fucking lines. There's, no, there's, there's there's eating a chip out of the urinal is bad enough, but when it's a, it's a it's a pile of sick in the urinal and he picked my chip out and ate it. <laughs> he said, the way he looked at me and went, he said, he said, do you want? He said, he's like, do you want that? And I was like, no. <laughs> You're gonna finish that. 
No, you can have Did it have any seasoning? Did it have any what? Any seasoning on it? Oh, fuck I have. I don't have a clue. I can't remember. I just remember being fucking... It was a bit salty. Him. I just remember him having... He, he, was a, he was a gopping guy. Cause another time we were on a piss-up in Northern Ireland and there was um, there was this like special pub and it was only for like security forces, police and army. Had like a primitive fence and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and anyways, we, we were there and the police were there and they did like a competition where, you know, you have some people on stage and then like, they'll say, go and get a lady's bra, go and get this, that and the other. And the last one was get a pair of men's boxer shorts. And my mate, just the same guy, he just grabbed his own boxers and wedged himself that hard so he ripped his boxers. He wedged himself to the point he ripped his, box, his own boxers off. That's how brutal he was as a bloke. Fucking hell. Come in, Yeah. And everyone just clapped him because they were like, that is amazing. Like, to, to wedge yourself that much that you split your own pants off. I still remember his face. His, his boxes were like coming up to his like fucking chest. Fucking honestly, come to his chest. In um, in, in Cardiff, they used to have an um, they used to have a th- like what was it? jumping jacks. There was a bar called Jumping. Well, I think it was a nightclub actually. Well, it definitely was a nightclub uh, called Jumping Jacks. And on a Tuesday, they used to have something called Naked Tuesday. And they used to get um, people from the audience used to volunteer, and then they say, "Right, answer this question, take your top off," and they'd keep going until somebody bottled it and wouldn't get naked. But obviously, all the blokes would get naked straight away, and they used to win all the time. <laughs> that's, that's standard. Yeah, that's, right, that's standard. That is the most one para thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I wanted to go a different direction with it and tell you of. Yeah. So yes. So okay. You know, I I had to stop myself halfway, and I I didn't think it would be. You got naked. But now I've started. But now I've yeah. But now I've started. I'm going to have to continue. So, two of the guys went up, and they were both got naked with each other, and you can imagine what things they could potentially have done to each other in front of the crowd. (laughs) They just both got kicked off. You don't, you don't have to be, like, uh, TikTok safe on here, mate. You can say what the fuck you want. Yeah, exactly what you want. If if they were fucking bumming each other, they were bumming each other. Or were they, like, t- holding each other's cocks? Well, those people who went to Jumping Jacks circa, um, what was it, 2005, they, they'll know exactly. Right, Roger. Right, get on I, the I podcast, can't, I can't say it. I can't say it. I'm going to have to... I can't say it. I, 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 I can't have it. I can't divulge. Uh, I'm playing the fifth. <laughs> Roger. I remember my first piss-up, my first piss-up, uh, going out with the lads the first time when I got to my unit, and I li- literally, the, the thing, people just stick the dick in your pocket and just piss in your pocket while you stood at the bar. <laughs> yeah, we used to do that. stood at the bar, and I suddenly felt some, like, warmth on my leg, and I was like, what the fuck? And I looked, and my mate's got his dick in my pocket. Yeah, we used to do that. It used to be like a challenge. I might do that again. It's quite a good, it's good, good, good craft that I might do that to someone. I don't know if you can get away with this. Uh, this no, I'll probably get fucking banned one, I know. Get cancelled. Cancelled. Yeah, I can't wait till we're in fucking video form. We're not a centre. We're going to have to actually physically blur shit. we? I don't think we will. How come you haven't got How come you're on video format yet? We're scared. What do you what? I mean, I I don't I I wouldn't even know how much it costs to get a studio. I mean, what what do you need? What? In in reality, we could just use uh, Alex's fucking soundproof shed. However, I don't really want to. Me personally, I don't want to take away his fucking his battle space. You know what I mean? It seems like a safe haven for him. 
So I don't just Are you to... in proximity to each other to be able no. to do that? Ish. Not really. Well, I'm two hours away from both of them, and we're we're all like two hours away from each other. The only like middle ground is Leeds. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing, isn't it? Like you you would literally have to do it online or be earning enough money to you know. Yeah. You know, you know. Oh, we'll get we'll build a shed on some farmer's field. The thing is, we'll we'll just do it in a har- we'll just build a harbour area, and that's us. We'll just dig up a fucking shell scrape, put up a poncho, nipped. We just need to knock on a farmer's door and say, "Here, can we have? A, can we put a shed on your land?" Well, eventually. You know, I, I was having a problem with um, with with a, a boundary, a boundary disagreement with my neighbour, and I, I I really went into like boundaries and stuff. And three percent of the UK's land is unclaimed, and it's just the most random little bits, like you know, like at an uh, I don't know, like a, a crossroads or something, like a little bit a little bit of grass or some woods in the middle of a crossroad, and you just yeah. wouldn't think of it. So there's honestly there's like loads of random bits of land that are just unclaimed and you can go and claim them. Okay, let's well, let's claim it, sell it, that. money, build, repeat. No, oh, yeah. that's like what you, you're on your first step with some. If you can find some random wood somewhere, fucking. Don't you, you need to like put a fe- don't you need to put a fence around it? Have to wait ten years or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly that. Yeah. So you you oh, put okay. a fence around it. Say, but as soon as you've put a fence around it, you, you can oh, start maintaining it. Yeah, yeah. Put- All the fucking crow listening to this episode now will be fucking 10 years in the future training the next fucking set of crow. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 yeah, me, me and Sarah were going to do it. We, we went wild looking for some, you know, some some land, but it, it becomes really time-consuming trying to find it. Yeah, You've got Wales. There's loads of, like, houses that have, like, people that didn't have any family. There's loads in Wales. And they've, like, li- they're, like, from the 60s, and they've just... Li- literally just still there and no one obviously had no family and they're all just like the beds are still made and all that but like loads of moss on the beds and that it's um we're just going moving at one of them <laughs> just become squatters <laughs> yeah well just because no one will know we'll just ubex or whatever you call it urban explorers they all do it we should just turn one into our studio we need to redecorate one of the rooms that's it well what i'm thinking as well obviously we can do like a featured bottom third thing on like my youtube channel we can like do random challenges. I don't really know exactly how we can do it specifically, but there's nothing wrong with like us three going into like a little wood block and some farmer's fucking thing, obviously asking for permission. Dig digging up like a shell scrape and that and just talking through how fucking shit it is. And you know, like just having like just having fun with it. And then whatever money yeah, we make yeah. off that video, we can put fifty towards fifty percent uh to the fucking podcast savings and then fifty to a charity, do you know what I mean? Sleep depth exercise, and we'll all just fucking dig in for 24 hours. Yeah. Like, shit like that. It'd be funny to watch, do you know what I mean? Like, even if you're a civic yeah. going, why the fuck are these idiots sleep depriving themselves? Yeah, because we'll be chatting shit because we'll be hallucinating and that. It'd be fucking... I guarantee <laughs> you, you, Alex, you'll be able to get us a fucking a stack of sandbags. What? Why Why can I get you a stack of sandbags? Your, your shed's full of sandbags, I can feel it. Mate, you've got road signs. <laughs> You'd be able to warn yeah, people yeah, off yeah. a mile away. Yeah, true. Um, but it's also worth mentioning I've I've got ac- permission to access a wood. There we go. Where is it? Is it oh. nine hours away? <laughs> it's okay. it's about twenty minutes outside Lincoln. Brilliant. Yeah, we could, yeah, we could make a YouTube like you see these people go camping and that. They do. Have you seen them where they do like people go? They do like a ten pound pound shop challenge and they have to go like buy. We should do like a survival thing. We we got like ten pound each, and we have to like go and then like can you set up and do like twenty four hours in the woods, and we've got to get some sleeping system, like whether it just be a freaking a ground sheet or whatever. Uh, so we've got to get food, water, everything for like ten or fifteen pound or something, 
and I think and then we all like would we all do it individually and then so we don't know what each of us have bought and then we all like pitch up almost like a hardware area but with the shit that we've had bought do you know what I mean oh this is brilliant wait, so wait, 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 I keep going my idea is fantastic I would I want to watch that there we mean, go wouldn't it like, but yeah, because think say like fifteen quid or something, and you don't know. I don't know what shit would get, but would literally would rock up to the woods, and we'd all rock up together. We'd meet at a certain time, and then we'd all un. You know, the video would show us unpacking our kit and see how bad our admin is. <laughs> Some people go, "Oh fuck, I forgot water, no. or I forgot food." No, no, your ad. No, no, get that right, Ricky. Your admin would be shit. You was RLC. <laughs> Mate, uh, do you know what? what? <laughs> do any of us smoke here? Yeah, I'm saying. Mate, a fifteen quid. It'd be funny because you know. Go on, Ricky. Go someone, on. yeah, it'll be funny because someone will be like, you know, forget a, a lighter or something, and it's tough shit. You can't cook your food. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> Just I think it'd be good, like, Yeah, <laughs> so you better rub, rub sticks to get a fire going. But I think it'd be awesome. We'd, we'd set a limit. We'd all rock up and not knowing what kit we've got, and then we have to do like a twenty-four hour. In the woods with whatever we've bought for this money, I think that'd be an epic. <laughs> we all just rock up with a I'm fucking. I am game for that. We'll do it. How good would that be? Yeah. Well, I don't need to write it down. Someone will remind us from this episode anyway. But what? We'll, yeah, that, we need to do shit. Like wait till that. summer, though. Wait till summer. Summer? What do you mean? What? You're not going to get sleep bag, are you? So you're going to be sleeping with a freaking little like itchy blanket or something from freaking Poundland. Listen, there's going to be the bottom wait, third gonna... spooning fucking episode. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Mate, I don't know about you, Ricky. I'm going to make a quilt out of fucking pine cones. Fucking it, make a make a bed out of leaves, like because you're not going to be able to buy a raw mat. I think it'll be gleaming, lads. There we go. What? That, do you know what? That might actually, unless you've got something to add as well. Uh, I think this is like a good note to finish on. Like, honestly, yeah. I think that idea is absolutely brilliant. I would love to watch that. We're doing nice it. one. We did. You've got one viewer anyway. Yeah, that we did, man. I do. Yeah. No, well, uh, thanks bound. for coming on. Hold on. Say, Say again, but he broke up. I'm saying thanks for coming on. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's a pleasure, honestly. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so we've pretty much, like, given you away that you're not a Walt, but I feel like most people aren't going to fucking know that on TikTok, so you need to play it off. I want to see the... I want you to make a video where you pretend to be a Walt. Walt it out as much as you can. Well, I mean, most of my days I'm walting it out anyway. <laughs> We, we all are, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if you can't beat uh, so, him, yeah, him. I will. I'll try. I'll try and do as best I can, guys, and just be ready for World War Three. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. So, right. Yes. Cheers, lads. Uh, nice one. Thank, yeah. Thanks. Thanks again, guys, and see you later.